This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. First clock it in for Jazz Joe Hall. Some breaking news coming out of a news availability by Premier David Eby in West Kelowna, where he was joined by Emergency Management Minister Bowen Ma and Forest Minister Bruce Ralston. That news is as of midnight tonight, BC will start to lift the travel orders put in place over the weekend because of the wildfire situation, except for one area. That one area is West Kelowna. Last hour, if you were listening, you would have heard the story of Christine Elliott. We had a chance to talk with her about her story. She is a senior, and she lost everything when her house went up in flames late Thursday night or early Friday morning in West Kelowna. And her daughter has set up a GoFundMe page. We have posted the link for that GoFundMe page, along with the interview itself. That's at at CKNW on X, the former Twitter. Or you can go to my own X account, the former Twitter. And I'm at Bruce on Air. That's at Bruce on Air. And it's a chance to maybe kick in a little bit of support for one person, a senior who has lost everything due to the wildfire situation. So it is ongoing and we're getting more tales of those. And I expect even more stories to come up during the days ahead. Let's shift pace a little bit to a brand new topic, but one that is on the minds of many people right now. And that is home sales along with the housing crisis right across the country, by the way, but especially true in Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. However, all that being said, there is a headline and it comes out of a new report, at least one claim, that detached home prices in Vancouver and the Fraser Valley this year so far are down. And according to this, a report by Remax, which tracked the average price and sales activity for 82 districts within Toronto and also the Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board, it found that about 93% of detached homes in Toronto and the Vancouver area posted a decline in value compared to the same period back in 2022. Of course, this coincides with an increase in interest rates, as we all know. But is this decline here to stay, or is it in fact real? Well, somebody that I think always has a really good handle on this, on the front lines, is realtor and founder of the Soretsky Group, Steve Soretsky. Steve, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on. So we're seeing this one report, and I've heard anecdotally in some areas of a dip in prices. What are you seeing? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that report. I mean, it depends on sort of all these metrics that you're looking at. But to sort of simplify things, uh, you know, the detached housing market peaked February, March of last year in 2022, you know, went through a decent-sized correction, anywhere from 10 to 20%, depending on your sort of uh, sub market there in the lower mainland. And really since 
basically the calendar turned over. Um, prices have gotten, you know, they've gone back up very, very close to the recent peaks of last year. And I'd say that, uh, you know, we're starting to roll back over again ever so slightly. Uh, but I would say actually on the year, year to date, uh, you know, detached and, and house prices are actually up on the year, which is uh, incredibly surprising given where mortgage rates are at. Yeah, and that's what surprised me when I saw the story about this REMAX uh, report. I thought, uh, really? Um Year to year, it always depends, as you say, on what numbers you look at. And I imagine you probably can find a dip in there somewhere. And that dip probably coincides with one of the interest rate um, uh, announcements, I guess. But uh, where are we now heading into the fall, do you think? Yeah, so I mean, let's like we can unpack that a little bit further, which is essentially. Uh, you know, the market came off again towards sort of the summer into the fall of last year as the Bank of Canada was aggressively raising rates, you know, 100 basis points at a time, really shocking the market. Uh, and so we saw prices coming off. And this year, um, despite mortgage rates actually being higher than, than they were last year when prices were dropping, are actually up. And the reason that they're up is, is honestly, I think it's solely an inventory story. So if you look at the number of homes that are currently available for sale on the MLS, you're currently sitting at a 20-year low in Greater Vancouver. Uh, and so it's just really hard to get price declines when sellers have no competition to reduce their prices. You still have enough people out there buying. So now what I think what's happening is, again, as mortgage rates start to creep back up, as inflation concerns are still elevated, um, demand is weak. Like the, I, I would not say it's a strong market, but you just have new listings basically haven't been coming to market. And so uh, I think what we're seeing right now is very few listings, very few sales, not a lot of activity, but prices holding given where inventories are at 20 year lows. I think that as we head into the fall, we'll get a, we'll get a bunch more listings coming on in September, October, which is a seasonal thing. And I do think that uh, that has a, a decent probability of putting some downwards pressure on prices given that mortgage rates today. I mean, most people are going and taking out three year fixed mortgages. You're looking at about 6.2, 6.3%. Yeah. In fact, um, th- we're hearing more stories of that and there is, uh, well, still a lot of people on the sidelines taking a look and trying to figure it out and trying to make sense of it all. But for you, as somebody that uh, is plugged into the front line, hears stories from people jumping into the market or switching from one place to another, are you coming across more nervous Nellies or confident Charlies? What do you think? No, I think definitely think people are nervous out there. I think the people that are transacting in this market right now are people that they basically they have to move, which is, you know, they're a young family that, you know, had another child and, and they need more space. They need that third bedroom. Um, you know, where we're seeing like very little demand is obviously the investor side, uh, you know, that, that, that segment's completely gone. Um, but it's just the people that have to move, right. You know, life happens, divorces happens, job, job changes, uh, estate sales. So those transactions are happening. It's sort of the peripheral side of things, or maybe it's a first time home buyer that spent the last seven years building up the down payment and, you know, they're, they're tired of renting. And so those people are transacting, but uh, all in all, I think there's uh, there's a lot of reasons to be nervous, which is, you know, the highest mortgage rates in 20 years uh, and prices that really haven't adjusted to reflect that. 
Steve, it was not too long ago, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, I guess, that the B.C. government came out with that naughty list for municipalities that uh, weren't doing enough for in the housing crisis. Has that had any impact on the real estate industry around the Lower Mainland? I think the big thing is, well, I know that all levels of government certainly are doing their best to try to encourage supply. At the end of the day, uh, it's really hard to ramp up uh, housing construction when your cost of capital, you know, the cost of financing the construction you know, triples uh, in the span of 12 months. I mean, that's a huge input cost um, in, into your project. And so a lot of these projects that might have been built or would have been built, uh, they're no longer financially feasible. That's just the reality. And so I do actually think we're going to, we are seeing it and we're seeing a, sh- a sharp drop off. Uh, and building permits being put through. And, and the projects that are already in the pipeline, you know, multifamily projects that were pushed through rezoning applications and already have a hole in the ground, they're, 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 they're having to move forward. Um, so those projects are still getting built. But I think what you're going to see uh, is, is really on the supply side, uh, you'll see these impacts, you know, two, three, four years down the road. Okay, Steve, stay with us. I think our listeners are going to have a lot of questions and perhaps some comments. Tell me what you think or ask Steve a question about prices and the home real estate market as it is right now heading into the fall. Give us a call. Perhaps an aha moment or not, but one report finding that 93% of detached homes in the districts in Canada in the major markets that were surveyed, including the Real Estate Board of uh, Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board, and also those back east, found that the single detached homes this time over last year at this time have dropped in price. That may be just a bit of a dip that we can't explain. Your thoughts, 604-280-9898. Our guest still with us is Steve Soretsky, realtor and founder of the Soretsky Group. But let's go over to White Rock and James. James, what's on your mind? Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm a tradesman and I build houses and I build houses in Alberta and Calgary and in British Columbia. And I think the thing that everyone has to worry about right now is you guys are losing tradesmen like crazy to Calgary and Edmonton because the prices for tradesmen are higher. There's less complication and less work in building the houses. So before anybody worries about the price of housing, you got to worry about who's actually going to build them. It's A lot of guys are leaving because right now developers that have three or four stage buildings are putting a kibosh on stage three and stage four because the profitability for sale is not there. It has nothing to do with pre-sales. They're just not making as much money as they did in 2021 on the exact same condo across the fire break. Okay, James, great call. And I've heard this before from some people. When it comes to the trades and the cost of uh, building some of the houses and the supply of tradespeople, Steve, is that a factor that you continue to hear about? Yeah, I think like for the trade side, uh, we know like, you know, for example, if you're building in Vancouver, uh, you know, you're going to pay the West Side premium, which is like the reality is a lot of these trades uh, people are, are driving in from the Fraser Valley, right? And so that's all going to get tacked on to, to commute times and, and cost of living, et cetera. So, uh, you know, trades have always been in, I think, in short supply. Um, and I don't think that's any different. I know, I mean, obviously the exodus to, to Alberta and Calgary in particular, I think is well documented. What do we do about that exodus? I mean, this is 
Okay, my bias coming out. The lower mainland is the best place in the country to live in. There you go. I said it. Um, but we lose people because the prices are just not affordable in a country that's not affordable. What can be done? Is it ever going to change? Or do you have, just have to get in the market and suck it up? Well, I think we're going to be talking about housing affordability 10 years from now. Uh, so I think the the real, I think, ultimately what we need to do is build a lot more purpose-built rental housing. Uh, you know, give people a viable alternative to, to home ownership. And that's, you know, secured purpose-built uh, rental buildings, which, which we really haven't been building a lot. Uh, since the 1970s. And so I know, that, again, governments are, are doing some uh, some work towards there, but I think there's still a lot more levers that we can pull to get that done. Absolutely, and we're hearing more of that. It just has to be the investment in it, I suppose. Steve, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.